Alright, so last week we did a, a little Hakdama and we started, so let's just quickly run through Aleph and then we'll move on. So the first thing we saw in Aleph was that a person has to believe that Akash Baruch Hu was the first existence and that he's eternal and, and he preceded all of um, the reality that we're aware of and he will last forever. And he brought into existence and continually brings into existence every morning, at every moment everything which exists in this existence, who aloka baruchu. So I, I, I gave a shir yesterday, and I was reminded of Amar Malkum that um, I think is very interesting. It was the Tamer um, Devara, and I believe it was under Tamer Devara Rodesa Cardavero goes through the Yidgimol, um, the Yidgimol Lashonis Arachim. What do you call it? Hashem Hashem Karachim Vechanun. And he he says uh, he says over there. I think it's under Erech Apayim that. At every moment, Hakadosh um, Baruch Hu wills our existence, even when we do an avera, and even when we do an avera, that avera creates a kitrig and it goes up to Shemayim, and that kitrig is a is a disgusting, gross thing that's screaming in Shemayim, and the way he puts it very poetically, the Malachim, you know, tell Hakadosh Baruch Hu like, yeah, are right? And Erech Apayim, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is willing to put up with us even when we go connected his rotsin. So it's just the thought that at every moment our reality is being beamed into existence, even when we don't listen to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And it's a tremendous chesed, you know, that if we would if we would create a reality and that reality would go connected our our rotsin kibiyachol. Ultimately, nothing goes against Hashem's rotsin, um, but um, we we wouldn't be maintaining it. But Hakadosh Baruch Hu has has Erech Apayim and gives us time to correct ourselves even when we when we fail and to know that even at a moment when a person is, is, is moving away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he is still willing that person's existence and reality and allowing him to exist and to experience himself as being an independent ent- entity and it's, a, it's just a tremendous chesed that the Ebster does that, um, that, that he wills our existence even when we're not, we're not perfect. So, but anyway, at every moment though, you know, HaKadosh Baruch Hu allows the reality to exist and it wouldn't be here if HaShem didn't want it to. Base. Furthermore, you should know the truth of his um, existence is not understood by anybody outside of him at all. So nobody can understand a Kodesh Baruch Hu. And as we continue the Ramchal, we're going to explain why it has to be that it is, it is that way. We'll, 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 we'll circle back to this point, why it's impossible for anybody to understand the Kodesh Baruch Hu except for a Kodesh Baruch Hu himself. So when we deal with a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and, and eventually we'll talk about the shameless of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, we're never talking about a Kodesh Baruch Hu himself, because a shame is always more on the idea that you get to the mahus of the thing itself, right? By, by Adam Rishon, it says that he called names to all of the animals. And the Svarim say that the shameless that Adam Rishon gave um, are very different than the shameless that we give, right? We call a guy Bob and uh, Johnny and Frank, Right? And Bob and Johnny and Frank is just a, a, um, a way that we can refer to them. We really could call them number one, number two, and number three. It's just it's not so nice when you call someone number one, number two, number three. But it's, 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 it's happenstance, these names. Whereas by Yidin, we believe that Hashem really, in Lashon HaKadosh, touches the mitzias of the thing that's there. So when other region called the, the, the bear, the dove, the dove with the surfe, shamus of the letters of dove, somehow represents the Shurish and Shemaim where the bear comes from. And, that, and that's the famous Chazal that 
that when a parent gives a name to a child by a bris milah, that there's a ruach hakodesh who's there because that name is something which defines the mahos and the shurish of that particular neshama. So a name by definition means that you're oimid on the the mahos on the essence of the thing that you're giving a name to. So the idea that we we use names for kosh baruch is a plea because we bad some don't understand a kosh baruch So can't stress this enough that as we'll talk about later on in the sefer, the names that we give to kosh baruch are not names of kosh baruch himself. Rather, the names that we give to Kodesh Baruch Hu are, are referring to specific hanhagas, specific actions or ways in which how Kodesh Baruch Hu interfaces with us, right? Like we know the name Kel is Kenegid Chesed, right? So uh, we know the name Havaya is Rachamim or Elohim is Din. These are not names that we are saying that we understand a Kodesh Baruch Hu himself because nobody can understand a Kodesh Baruch Hu um, but rather we understand the way in which he interfaces with us and those were those shameless um, rec- um, um, represent present. In fact, the name the Mkubalim give for Kosh Baruch Hu, which again we'll speak more soon in this parak about, is the Ein Sof. And the name Ein Sof literally translates to no end, but basically it is a name which is an admittance that we don't have the ability to understand a Kosh Baruch Hu. Kosh Baruch Hu is in our mind Ein Sof. Um, you know, the Varn gave a muscle once for it that when a computer tries to make a Cheshben which blows the circuits of the computer, right? You don't have enough processing in the computer to make such a husband. You get an error, right? And the screen starts popping up with all these nasty messages, overflow error, right? What's it saying? It's saying cannot compute beyond, beyond the computer, right? So the name Ainsof means there's no sof. Our brain can't cheshman HaKadosh Baruch We're not sophisticated enough to understand HaKadosh Baruch So Meila, Ainsof basically is, is a Shem, which is Mura on an error message, that it's something which has no sof. I, I, can't, I can't be massing something. I can't understand something that doesn't have a, a sof. So that's the understanding that we have to start Aleph about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is that we, we can't understand the Mohos of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We can only understand the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu um, relates to us. Um, you know, another muscle just interesting is, is like a child for a parent. Um, a child is really not oimid on the mahus of his parent, um, not an adult, an adult, that's why it gets tricky when you're an adult, but when you're, when you're little, you, you know, you can't do that. Why? Because you don't have the brain power to understand your father. So what do you understand? You understand the, the way that he interacts. Like when I yell and scream, he scowls and he gets very upset. And, and when I say nice things and I learn, he gives me a candy. And uh, when I'm cute, everybody smiles at the table, right? But for like, you know, a five-year-old to be like, you know, Tati really has an inferiority complex. And, uh, and you know, he doesn't, he doesn't like when people steal his thunder by the Shabbos table. Like, that gets a very insecure, right? That, that's not something that you find a child. Why? Because a child doesn't have the, the mental ability to understand the mohos of, of the father. But what do, do they understand? They understand the interaction. So the entire chachma of, of, of Kabbalah, Makshava, what do you want to call it? Derech Hashem, the way to understand Hashem. The Derech Hashem is the ways of Hashem, right? It's, it's not teaching Hashem be'etzem, because that's beyond the pale for us to... To understand, and, you know, and, and, and a lot of times, you know, you get into a fight with, with an Apicarus, and he says to you, well, you know, uh, and, and we're Hashem come from this, and you say, well, uh, well you tell him, you tell him, uh, so where do you think the Bria came from, right? He says, I, I don't know. So, so, you, so he says, well, you say it comes from God. Where did God come from? He said, I don't know, but I'm not supposed to know, right? And it sounds like very childish, right? But the emphasis is that that, that is what it is, that, that yes, there, there, at some point there has to be something bigger than my 
the my own mitzias and 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 other abba, you know, like the the um, the kotzker said a line. He says, "I don't want to serve a god that I can understand. If it's a god that I can understand, he's not bigger than me, right?" And we have to understand that Kosh Baruch Hu is is larger than us in every shape, every 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 shape and form, and and it's not even on the same plane of existence to the point where we have no etzem hasaga of a Kosh Baruch Hu himself. And we'll discuss more why it is. What is the nature of a Kosh Baruch Hu's mitzias, which makes it that it's beyond us? Well, in the, in, in the coming ICS, we'll get to. But but that that's Aleph. That whenever we talk about a Kosh Baruch Hu and Shemus, and 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 we only talk about a Kosh vis-a-vis his own Haga with the Bria, his interaction with the Bria, not a Kosh Baruch Hu So we have very little information says in Rukhah about a Kosh Baruch Hu but this we do know. Shumatsoi Shalem, that he is a perfect existence. Bechol Minei Shlemes, in every form of perfection. Below Nimsa Bochisar and Cloud, there's nothing missing in Hashem at all. What does that mean? That if you can name the area of Shlemes, a Kosh Baruch Hu is Shalem. So Kosh Baruch Hu's Chesed is Shalem. His abilities are shalim. He's kol yachol. Can do whatever he wants. His um, his kas is shalim. His hakpada is shalim. His rachamim is shalim. His compassion is shalim. Right. Whatever the area is going to be by a kodesh baruch Hu exists in the in, in in the form of perfection, and there is nothing that's lacking about a kodesh baruch Hu whatsoever. So that much we know about a kodesh baruch Hu, that that, uh, that that every area that we can identify the way that he relates to us is going to be in a way of shlemes. These things we've described until now that there was an initial existence, he brought reality into existence, and that he's perfect, right? This we know through our Mysterio from the Ovis. We got it from the Ovis, we got it from the, from the Nevi'im. And it was something which we perceived on our Sinai, which is what makes our religion very different than all the religions of the world, right? Muhammad goes into a closet, and he comes out. Yashka goes into, a, into who knows where, and he comes out, and he says, God spoke to me, right? Klai Yisrael stood by our Sinai, all of reality melted away, and we saw the Yichur of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what we're describing now, that there was an initial existence that brought reality into existence, um, and, and, and he's perfect in every form of, 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 of Shlemus, that is something which they perceived as best as a mortal being could perceive in the flesh and blood, blood all two million people in Klai Yisrael. So we are not running on, on hearsay, we're running on, 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 experience, on an experience of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. Everybody was able to clearly clarify what the reality of Hashem was, and they took that experience they had and they transmitted it to their children generation after generation our beautiful Messiah until this very day that we all heard from, from the people that were before us and Moshe Rabbeinu told us from the Almighty do not forget that which you saw and spread it, spread that information on to your children and to your children's children. So our understandings of HaKadosh Baruch Hu come because we had a Messiah and because we experienced it at Har Sinai. So again, everything that Chazal tells us about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Psukim tell us, the Zayir tells us, wherever it comes from, was something which we were oimed on experientially at Har Sinai. But theoretically, through Chakira, which would be um, investigation, with various proofs that one could learn, you can verify all of the things that we're discussing. Basically, science and, and the Chachmas of the, of, of the Gayim should be able to be omed on the idea that there was an initial existence that brought all reality into existence. If you would be... Um, intellectually unbiased in the sciences. It's mukrach. it's something that perforce has to be that way. <laughs> By looking at the world around us and the understandings of them, 
Asher Anachlu Rayim Beinenu Al Pichachmas Ateva. So based on observable observable phenomena, based on the Bria and the way the Bria works around us, the science really should come to the conclusion of the idea that there was a Kodesh Baruch that created the world. Handasa Physics Atchuna Mathematics. Where I might have been flipped. Ushara Chachmas or all the other Chachmas. So you know, like we see in science today, Baruch Hashem. You know, even astrophysics has come to the idea that there was an initial burst of energy, the Big Bang, the idea that there's a Yesh Ma'ayin is something they were able to physic- figure out through physics. Says Ramchal, they would continue down this train, they should eventually be able to come to understand the reality of a Kosh Baruch That he, they'll, they'll learn through the sciences certain, certain true Hakdamas, um, facts and, 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 and ideas that will produce from them with a certain clarity all of the inyanim that we are discussing now. Amnam, however says the Ramchal, lo narich atabazev, we are not going to spend our time on that. Meaning, we are going to give hagdamas. We're going to give um, ideas and present them. When the sader dvarma buriyam, we're going to present them clearly. Based on our maserah, which is made famous throughout our religion and our nation. So the Ramchal says that yes, the sciences have a value, and the sciences eventually could be oimed on a kodesh baruch and you could see a kodesh baruch through the Bria, 100% that you could be aimed on, on a Kosh Baruch through the Bria. However, though, that's not the focus because we don't need to do that, right? We were given a Maimon Har Sinai and Mamela. We were given all the tools and all the information to fully understand a Kosh Baruch through our Maserah and therefore we do not need to resort to looking at the physical world in order to be able to bring out a Kosh Baruch just, just an interesting note in, 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 in I guess, I guess it's a Kirov note and a broader understanding that... Um, you know, a lot of times people that they come to, to Yiddishkeit, they have a lot of kashas based on the age of the universe or dinosaurs or whatever other problems that they that they have. So, I mean, generally the Eilam Yeshivas and, and, and the from Yidim, these things don't concern us because it's just, it's not a kasha. Like, I don't know. I don't know why you're registering in that the universe is that old and even if you are maybe time changed maybe you're per- perceiving it differently I don't know maybe Shishmei Bereshis wasn't you know 24 hour days whatever it is like we're not you don't you find we're not stared by it because it's like not you know where do the bones come from on the ground I don't know where the bones came from like maybe they were there before maybe the process sped up I mean in the Chomash we have a door marble right but but my point is that it, it's not something that really impacts our lives because there are Teresa dolls that just seem like a Dabar Pasha if a Kosh Baruch can have my heart beat Whatever you know, seconds per se, you know, whatever beats per second, and and my my cell my, my cell system can reproduce, and and I can have cellular respiration, um, and my, my and my lungs can pump oxygen throughout my body. You know that I'm not so concerned how it was that it created a bria where there were bones in, in, in the ground, right? Don't, doesn't seem to bother me so much. But the Ramchal is saying though that there really there is a mahalach and teva where it does work out. You know, so it, it, it just. As a point, you know, that it's not something that necessarily we have to, like, totally have a cognitive disconnect, disconnection. It might not be up to us to metarit all these things because, like, what nafkamina is there, right? And, you know, you have, you know, a lot of evidence that you live your life with that a life with a Kodesh Baruch Hu makes a lot more sense than a life without a Kodesh Baruch Hu. But just the idea that, that if you would really investigate these areas and you would be open on the truth, you would come to our Messiah. So I just say a person doesn't need to make a mental disconnect and say, well, like, you know, I don't care about this. You know, you're right. You don't care about it practically, but, but at least in Seichel to know somehow it comes together is what, this, is what the Ramchal is, is, is saying. If we would be honest and investigate thoroughly in that department, we should be able to be aimed on, on a Kosh Okay. 
But again, it's not, it's not our ASIC in life. Furthermore, you should know existence is a mochrach existence. Now, mochrach um, is a word in English which really does not um, have much of a translation. So I, I think the word in English you would say best is imperative existence or perforced existence. Basically, it means the Kosh exists because he has to exist. She It would be impossible to not have a Kosh So we would say Kosh existence is an existence which must exist. Meaning, if we're having a Bria and we're all here, it means that there is a Kosh and you cannot fathom an alternate universe where Kosh Baruch would, would not exist. Kosh Baruch is part of the bedrock definition of all of reality. Gimel. The important one, Kodesh Baruch Hu's existence is not based on any other existence or being. Kodesh Baruch Hu's existence is what we call an intrinsic existence. Kodesh Baruch Hu exists because he causes himself to exist and he must exist. So he's an existence that must exist from himself. So everything about a Kodesh Baruch Hu is independent from a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Whereas by us, that's not true. We are all taloi on Akash Baruch Hu, and we are all taloi on a lot of things. We're taloi on our parents, that they, they birthed us, they're gimel shutfim, and a person, we're taloi in the environment that's around us, we're taloi in, 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 in oxygen and, and, and sunlight and, and having firm earth underneath us. We 100% are not, have no self-independence on our own. The only thing that is absolutely independent is Akash Baruch Hu, even the malachim, even all the keichas and shemayim, that, that exists, all of them only exist because the Kosh Baruch Hu wills them to exist at every moment, so their existence is not something which is mochrach, which is really where the ta'os of Avodah is really such a terrible thing, because people felt the need to turn to Avodah as an escape from actually having to be over to Kosh Baruch Hu and be amistic, and they ascribe powers to various kaychas, um, which those kaychas themselves are totally on a Kosh Baruch Hu existing, and it was almost cutting off from the source. In fact, the lotion that the... Um, Kubala used for Rizara is their kaitzis minatias. They cut from the branches. Why are they cut from the branches? Because we understand that all reality really stems from a Baruch Hu, and that if we, even though there may be kaitzis that he delegates to run certain things, or malachim to run certain things, and there may be malachim on top of those malachim, right? Like we talk about Ifanim, Srafim, Chayas, the right? There are different layers of malachim, each one is totally on the, on the one below it. Ultimately, all of it is just a Baruch Hu, and if Hashem doesn't want something to happen, it won't happen. And down to the, to the, to the, to the ant that's carrying the the straw on its back, all the way up to the highest in the Ilamis, or whatever kayach that's there, the stars, whatever it would be that, that exerts any force on the world, it, it's, it's only doing what it's doing because the Kodesh Baruch Hu is willing for it to happen. And when a person cuts that all from the source, and you, you've, at that point you've made it into, into a God that's an independent entity, that's a terrible Avera, because the, 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 the reality is that it has no standing on its, on its own. So that's something very important to understand, that nothing exists independently outside of Okay, let's, uh, where are we holding here? Let's go a little right Furthermore, you should know. Okay, now this number, hey, is a very important piece, and we're going to explain it. Um, and, num- and, and, then, and then next week, what we're going to do is we're going to then talk about the concept of Tzimtzum. Once you understand Osei, then you're in a good place to understand what this concept of Tzimtzum is uh, that Elam talks about. And, and in my mind, I felt this was a big clarity in my, in my, in my understanding of the Brio. Osei is going to talk about the idea, why is it that we fundamentally cannot understand a Kosh Baruch So let, let's dive in and see what he says. Chein Tzarek furthermore you must know. Hashem's existence is a simplistic existence. Well, say it and then we'll explain it. Bli Harkava v'riboy klal. Hashem does not have Harkava additions 
or I'm sorry, parts, pardon me, the riboy and additions at all. The Cholashlem is Kumzambo Derek Poshet. All of Hashem Shlemis exist in a way which is simplistic. So let's explain this for a second. What is Harkova and what is Riboy? So the world that is around us is a world of Harkova. Physically, it's a world of Harkova. <coughs> Why? This world is made out of uh, compounds, and the compounds are made out of molecules, and the molecules are made out of atoms, and the atoms are made out of some subatomic particle that nobody knows what they're talking about, right? The um, Chaim right? The human being is made out of cells, and cells form tissue, and tissue forms organs, and, um, and, and Baruch Hashem, right? It's, so the whole world is really a world of Legos, where different things stack together to form, right? Even psychologically, we're built that way, right? I mean, we all have our personality, our personality is built of the various kaychas that we have, different ways that we, we perceive the world and we interact with the world, different emotions. Some people are more emotional, some people are more thought-based, some people are more creative, some people are more down-to-earth, right? So if you take all the various kaychas in emotions or in psychology that we have, that makes up who we are. So Moshe Chaim Blade is made up of atoms, molecules, cells, tissue, organ structures. Um, I'm made up of um, neurons and, and, and various different forms of emotions, different forms of, 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 of abilities in, in Seichel, and they all come together like Legos and they form who I am. That's Harkava, and the whole world around us exists. Beteris Harkava. That's the Bria, right? Nothing in this world has no parts. The other thing we have in this world is Reboy. Reboy is additions, right? Let's, let's give a muscle for a Reboy. So you buy the base model car, the CE model Toyota, right? And it comes with no air conditioning and uh, crank windows, and I'm dating myself, and, uh, and a tape player, okay? All of a sudden you buy the LE and you get power windows, power seats, power this, right? It's a Reboy, something you have the base model, and you add it onto it, right? Then you get the XLE, it's for the for the gvirim, right? And then you have the seat warmers and the leather seats and the you know chesnish whatever whatever you have that, that comes with the, with the thing. Right? That's the concept of reboy. So where does reboy apply in our lives? We. Yiddishkeit, we, we, we live on Reboy, right? We start off in life as a baby. We know very little. We learn a lot about the world, both in our mental um, programming and the way, in the way our, our, our brain works, um, the neurosystems in our brain. We start picking up patterns and ideas and new experiences, and we become acquainted with what everything in the world is called, and we start understanding ideas like right and left, and uh, like the children want to know in the car, like, why do we have to take that street? Why can't I take that street over there? Well, because that street won't take us where we're going. But why won't that street take us where we're going? Because they won't, right? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a hard, it's a hard debate. But that's Reboy. They learn. They start learning. Oh, wait, directions. Is, there's only one way to get from point A to point, point B, right? That's Reboy. And also in, in, in our Veda Kosh Baruch Hu, we, we, we change. We are we, this. We change. We, we gain Savlanas, hopefully. Um, you know, sometimes even negative experiences we can add on to our being. And sometimes it makes us more of a bitter person. But the point is there is our base model, and we are an evolving um, being both cerebrally, emotionally, and spiritually throughout the course of our life. And that's what Reboy is, that we are constantly growing and changing and being marbe on our existence. So, by a Kodesh Baruch Hu, neither of those are true. Kodesh Baruch Hu is not made out of parts. A Kodesh Baruch Hu does not change. The Pesach says, Ani Hashem lo shanisi. Kodesh Baruch Hu does not change the cues that whatever you do down here makes zero effect on a Kodesh Baruch Hu's mitzias. Right? Rather, a Kodesh Baruch Hu is what we call a Metzias, a Pashat, a simplistic existence, right? An existence that doesn't have any parts, that doesn't change. It is what it is. It will always be what it is. 
right? Um, like in like in engineering, they're always looking for a simple machine, right? Or or or, or a simple structure is always something which is much more durable because the more parts that, parts that you have, the more that something is going to break. The more simplistic the design, the more it's going to hold. It but even even what we would call something simplistic in this world. We don't even have the kalim to understand what that means by a Kosh Baruch Hu. He's about to illustrate with a muscle why we don't know what it means that a Kosh Baruch Hu is simplistic. The Chol HaShlemus Kumim Zabot Derech Pashem. HaKosh Baruch Hu has all the Shlemus, like we said, right? We, he's, he's, uh, he's, he has Rachamim, he has Chesed, Achzarius, Kas, uh, Chochma, uh, Imagination. It all exists by a Kosh Baruch Hu, but it exists in a simplistic form. In your mind, that should bother you very badly because that's almost like a stira mine, mine, mine ube. Why is that stira mine ube? If I'm telling you that he has chesed and he has rachamim and he has kas and he has chachma, I've just defined four individual elements that exist by a Kosh Baruch Hu. But the emphasis is that even though I've defined those individual elements by a Kosh Baruch Hu, they aren't, they aren't, they aren't for them. It's all one. His kas is his akpada, is his rachamim, is his, right? And that's an idea which should really blow your brain because that doesn't make any sense to you, right? Perish, let's explain a little. He has a great mashal. Kihine. Benefesh, imzu koichas rabim. Shoinim. In a person's nefesh, you find many different koichas and nefesh. Shekol. Echamem gderu b'vnei atzo. Each koichas in a person is a separate section within the person. Derech mashal. Let's give a mashal. Hazikaron koichachot. Memory is one faculty that we have. Haratzin, desire is a, another faculty that we have. Hadimian, imagination is another faculty that we have. Each one doesn't impinge on the other one. So let's think about it for a second. I want to remember a book I read when I was a kid, right? So what, what's the starting of that process? Ratzin, I have to want to remember it, okay? What's the next thing? I have to tap into my memory. And once I tap into my memory, what I do next? I have to use my koychadimian, my imagination, to bring the story back in my mind. Now, those koychas work together. The rutzen triggers the memory, and the memory then is, is, is inflated by the dimian. But I wouldn't say that my imagining and my remembering the book, or my desire to remember the book, are the same thing. They're not. They're three distinctive koychas that exist by me. But it's not true by Yekodesh Baruch Hu. So he says, Memory is one compartment. Another department. That the Ratzin doesn't enter into the memory. The memory doesn't enter the Ratzin. Even though there are many different Inyanim by Ekadosh Baruch Hu, but there may be different Inyanim that we perceive coming from him, but at its source it's all one. We know Kosh Baruch has a Ratzin, right? He wanted to create the world. We know Kosh Baruch uses Chachma. That's how he made the incredible world that, that, that's around us. We know Hashem has ability. He split the sea. He can do whatever he wants. He is perfect in every form of perfection. However, it all exists in a pshitis. It all exists in a unity, in a singular existence. Amnam. Hashem's Metzius is one Indian. Shekail was a Gedero, that's Kailo in all the Kosh Baruch Hu's Gedder. Kibiachol, we could hardly use our Mashru Shlemis, that which is Shlemis. The Nimsa Shezbo Kol Shlemis, Hashem has all the Shlemis. Lo Kadavar Noisava Mohusai. The Shlemis is not something which is added upon the base of what a Kosh Baruch Hu is. Elamitsad Amitas and Yonaba Atzma. Kosh Baruch Hu's essence is all of the Shlemis, without anything changing, without anything adding, without it being made out of parts. Shekolelis Bamita Kol Ashlemis. That's Kailan a Kosh Baruch Hu's. 
MS and his in his self description and his mo's every form of shlemus she has shalin you know mobility called shlemus mitzad atzma and the definition of kodesh baruch by definition means that coming from himself are all these different forms of shlemus ah that's a mouthful so let, let, let's take a step back and, and just try to recap that basically we cannot understand how kodesh baruch works it's beyond the pale of our understanding we know how kodesh baruch is echad right every day we say shmai yisrael shem lokim hashem echad so what does that mean he's echad Right, ain't It means he's one, and there's no other gods. That's definitely true. Yes, that, 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 that's what it means. But it's deeper than that. It's a Kodesh Baruch Hu's mitzias. It's a mitzias, mitzias of chad. It's a singular mitzias. People like to call Kodesh Baruch Hu infinite. Right? It's really the wrong description. He's not infinite. He's one. Meaning that a Kodesh Baruch Hu has every form, and this is, I guess, where they get the infinite from. Has every form of shlemus, every form of perfection. There is nothing that can be conceived of that a Kodesh Baruch Hu does not have as part of who he is. Yet, they're not distinctive pieces and parts that come together. It's all one. And, and, it's, and it should be mind-blowing for us that, to understand something like that. How can a person's mercy and, and, and his nakama be the same midah? By us, those are two very different things, right? When, I, when I'm a nice guy and I'm smiling and, 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 and I'm nice to somebody, so I'm a nice guy. When I get angry and I start yelling, I'm, I'm, I'm a different guy, right? It's like Jekyll and Hyde. It's two different people. By Kodesh Baruch Hu, those midahs are highly the same thing. That is something which the human mind cannot be, be, be amazing. He's going he's gonna to talk about that in a second. But our entire worldview is built out of parts. When a child is born, um, I, I saw something interesting once about the difference between AI and, 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 a, and a brain of a child, how much more advanced a child's brain is than artificial intelligence. It's very difficult to get a computer to recognize a bird and all the different aphonim that are a bird, right? Because you have a stuffed bird, you have an eagle, you have like a tweet-tweet birdie, you have a cartoon birdie, right? But the, a child, right, at a very young age, the mind is already able to say, bird, pointing to the stuffed bird and to the one in the sky, right? Because anything which has a beak and a nose and feathers or anything that's of that the most, our brain is able to categorize and say, oh, that is called a bird. That's the way the human brain works. It's dan din. It makes gvulis. The way that your brain develops is by looking at the world around you and putting everything into categories. And that's the way how your mind functions and, and, and thinks. Everything has to have a distinctive category and everything has to be different from something else. In fact, all chachma by us is havchana, is being able to tell the difference between that svara is a chelak of archaim, that svara is a chelak yaradeya, right? To put everything into its proper place. That is the way our brain works. That's why our chachma works. Kodesh Baruch Hu, though, is a yichot. There are no parts. So your brain, which is used to crunching information and crunching distinctive ideas, is not capable of being masag, the idea that you can have what seems to us as being disparate koiches, but really they all exist in an absolute yichot. And that is the oneness of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. So we go back to the way beginning, and we want to say, why is it nobody can understand a Kodesh Baruch Hu? But a Kodesh Baruch Hu, I, I think the answer is, is very apparent at this point. Because if we would try to understand a Kodesh Baruch Hu, the only way to understand the yichot of a Kodesh Baruch Hu would be to do what? To be a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Because as an outside existence to be Masa Hashem is impossible because by definition you're, you're, you're living as a period you're living as something outside of a Gosh Baruch Hu. the only way to be part of a Gosh Baruch Hu oneness is, is to be in Hashem's oneness you can't experience what it means to be bottle into a singular existence without being part of it it's almost like getting close to the sun you, you can't get too close or you'll burn up right if, if a person's mitzias so we sit in Olam Haba one day Hashem, and we'll all perceive the shlemus of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and the Ramchal speaks about this multiple times he's medayik this way that there's a limit to even an Olam Haba what we can understand of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, because to fully understand a Kodesh Baruch Hu, we'd have to be part of his yichot and in order for that to happen we would lose our sense of self and if a Kodesh Baruch Hu wanted to create another entity to give to 
and that entity would lose sense of being another entity, then you're not giving to anybody. Your vaitar just giving to your to yourself. So that's the idea. When we say Hashem is one, we mean that nothing exists other than Akash Baruch Hu. And really, and this is where we're going to touch on the concept of symptom, that there's a veil in reality which causes us to not see that MS. Because of Akash Baruch Hu, let's talk about it now. I have, I have maybe three minutes. Let's talk about it right now, right? Really, we should have a kasha. If a Kodesh Baruch Hu is one, he doesn't have any parts, and he's not made of any pieces, right? And, and he doesn't change. So what about everything that we're doing down here, right? Everything is a Kodesh Baruch Hu. So if I'm, there's no ex- existence outside of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's existence. Because we said, Kodesh Baruch Hu is kailo, all forms of existence. I'm talking right now. I'm changing. I'm thinking. I'm moving my hands. I'm waving, right? Um, the, the things change. So why, by definition, wouldn't that impact a Kodesh Baruch Hu. and this was a thought process which led a lot of philosophers to apicorses throughout the ages, and they said, well, no, really, there was a being, he created the world, he walked away from the world, blah, 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 blah. And the Kubalim said, no, you don't understand it, there's a concept called Simtsum. Simtsum, the Rebbe Chaim Freelander says, a lesson of, from the Medrash says, V'tzamtza Espanea, that Rivka covered her face. Simtsum is a covering. A Kodesh Baruch Hu hides his reality of his yichud from us, enabling us to perceive as if that we can exist independently outside of Hashem. If Hashem would pull the curtain and reveal his yichud, we would stop to exist. Because again, all that would exist would be Hashem's oneness. So in an ultimate reality, nothing exists outside of Hashem Baruch Hu. He's one, no parts, no pieces, no change. He's perfect, right? All the shlemas, but b'derech pshitas and simplicity, where everything is hindered the same thing, right? Like the menorah was a miksha achas. The menorah couldn't be parts put together. You had to, you had to, you had to beat it out of a sheet of Gold. So the Kodesh Baruch Hu is a singular entity, right? And there's a veil that enables us to not perceive that. And that veil enables us, for me to be Moshe Chaim, and God to be Guy, and Bechem Vahala, and for us to have Bechira, and for us to feel Kodesh Baruch Hu is not sitting and lording over us, and to experience ourselves as being an independent entity. If it wouldn't be for that veil, we'd all be part of Hashem's oneness. Olam Haba is going to be when that veil is going to get very, 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 very thin and we'll be able to see through the veil with tremendous clarity the oneness of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and seeing the Shlemus and the oneness of a Kodesh Baruch Hu is going to be such an exciting thing, it's going to keep us busy for an eternity, right? Forever. Because there's always more and more and more depth to understand within the framework of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's oneness, and that Hasaga we're going to have is going to be the ultimate Gishmach that will last L'Netzach Netzachim. But the point is, is that when we say Eino Mavada, it's, it's literal. <laughs> really, like, there is only a Kodesh Baruch Hu. And the chesed he did to create us was that he should hide that reality from us and allow us to pre- perceive ourselves as being independent and, 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 and separate. All right, so let's just read this last line. Ulam kar akdamnu, shamitam says Baruch Shema, enam musagas. We already gave the akdama. Oh, no, 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 back one paragraph, I'm sorry. Vinei be'amas, we spoke this out without him. Vinei be'amas, aderech zerachum, masagasim, sireinu. This... Derech of understanding Hashem being a yichud is very distant from our ability to understand and our ability to 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 picture. We don't even have words to say it. So when we say Hashem is a pshitis and all the kaiches exist in Him. They're words, but the words mean nothing to us. Why? Our 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 imagination or our ability to picture things with our imagination. Our brain can only understand defined ideas. 
Baruch Shemo. And the, it, within the framework of the, of the natural world that Akash Baruch Hu made, like we spoke about before, and the child, right? His brain is constantly putting things into categories. That's how our mind works. Shazem Margishim. That is what our senses experience. And our senses take that data and bring it into our seichel. Define subsets of things, right? The table and the chair are two different things. That's what my eye sees. When it comes to the Bria, there are many different Inyanam. It's not Bepshitas. Everything is Harkov. There are many different elements. So our brain is hardwired in order to understand things that are separate and distinct. When you want to talk about a Yichod by Kosh Baruch Hu, then you have the wrong tool. It's, 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 it's you're, you're, you're using, you know, it's like trying to use a hammer on a, on a diamond. It, it's not, it's not, it's not going to go. Um, one, one, one last Nakuda also that the, the Mishnah Chagiga says that there's an Isra Chakira. A person is not supposed to look what was before the world, what's after the world, what's beyond, what's behind, right? Meaning that there's a point onward in which where we can understand Akash Baruch Hu, from before the Bria, we can't because we're entering into this world. We can define it. But like we're saying, our brain is not really capable of fully comprehending or, under, or, or understanding it. And it says if a person who does that doesn't care about his tzalem, the Mishnah says, doesn't care about his tzalem elokim, um, and, and, uh, and he's not chas al al kainai, etc., etc. So we can understand that what's up, shot? Why is it we're not allowed to think about what's before the Priya? Because Ba'etzam, Akash Baruch is the Wizard of Oz, and he has the booth, and I uh, hope that everyone's a little f- familiar here. And uh, you're not allowed to look behind the curtain, and those are his secrets, and they've been, you know, hushed away into a closet, and uh, no entrance, right? We could understand like that, but that would be wrong. That's not the Pshat. Pshat is what we're saying over here. It's, it's Ba'etzam, you can't understand it. So why is it, the, the Mishnah says it's better you should not even have been born and brought into the world. So the Rambam and Perish Mishnah is over there. It's a Peladik thing. He said, what's the most Chashmah thing that the Abishar gave us? So it's the Seichel. Our Seichel is our means on how to be Oyvin HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We can understand Torah, we can understand mitzvahs, we can work on Midas. The Seichel is, is the tool in which makes us different from an animal and allows a Yid to be somebody to, to cleave and connect to his Creator. When you use your Seichel on something which it can't do, what's going to happen to it eventually? It's going to break, right? Marshall, you have concrete, and you want to drill on the concrete. So you take a drill bit that's not rated for concrete. It's rated for wood. And you try... I was building my sukkah for the first time of my house. Baruch Hashem, I think at this point, everything is much better. Sometimes I play guitar, I still feel it. I got carpal tunnel syndrome from building my sukkah. Why? Because like a, like a, like a, like a Gvaldic Kali uh, I went to Home Depot. So, yeah, this drill book looks, looks good. Yeah, right? <laughs> Turns out it was concrete rated, and I was drilling, it was drilling into wood, and like... And like it didn't work, and the drill like that, and uh, and like you know, I had to go to neurologist afterwards, and uh, and that's a carpal tunnel, you know, right? So what's going to happen if you try to drill into concrete with the wrong bit? What's going to happen is that something's going to give. Either your drill bit is going to break, or your or your, or your drill is going to break, right? It's not going to go. It's not going to go because it wasn't meant, it wasn't designed, and, 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 it, and it can't do that function. You push my 2002 Toyota Corolla, which is by far the most yeshivish car in all of Silver Spring, right? You push it for too long, it's, it's going to fall apart. It, it's not meant to do that at this point anymore. Once upon a time, right? Yeah. But the same thing here also. person uses his brain to try to understand this, these, this idea of Hashem's Yichod, and the brain wasn't designed to do that. It's going to blow. Mamela, it's worth it that you should never have come into this world because the whole point of coming to this world was to use your seichol to be able to kosh 
destroying your seichel, your seichel was you weren't chas al kveid kaina. You didn't care about the covet of a kosh that you were built b'tzelam elokim because you destroyed your tzelam elokim trying to cheshbon things and putting yourself into the crazy house, right? So it, it, it's deeper than like well, the apikor says. Well, yeah, well, where did your god come from? We can't understand that. It, 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 it's fundamentally that way, and it has to be that way, and 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 and, and otherwise it, it wouldn't be a kosh baruch that, That's just the idea that that uh, that we have to walk away with. Um, Okay, we're going to hold here oh, one last sentence, and then we're done. Okay. He says, Amnon Kfar Akdama, we already explained, Shamitas Metsiosis Baruch Shemo, Enem Musegas, we explained that a Baruch Hu's reality is not understood. Ein Lahakish Masharein Bibriyam Alabarius Baruch. You cannot make a hackish, you cannot make a comparison between what you see in the world and to a Baruch Hu. Because they are fundamentally different. So a person can't see nature and say, Ah, oh, I see the beauty of this valley. This must be like the beauty of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Or he sees a wise professor and he says, Oh, I see the Chachma on this person. That must be the Chachma of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. You can't do that because you're comparing apples to oranges. By definition, Kodesh Baruch Hu's Chachma is Yichodik. It's a Metzias Aposhet. It's a simplistic, singular existence. By definition, Chachma by us is something which is finite. And a person can only have X amount of chachma. The Bria can only have X amount of energy, can only have X amount of, 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 um, of particles. There's a law of conservation of mass. Because by definition, it's finite. By Kodesh Baruch Hu, it's a singular existence. And I'm going to use infinite now. In this regard, it's, it's infinite. It's, it's, it's endless. It's Ein Sof. So there's no way I can look at someone's chachma and say, well, that's Me'ein, a Kodesh Baruch Hu's chachma. Because the two of them are fundamentally That chachma we can add up. At a certain point, if we would sit down at the table and write down everything he knows, we'd be able to make an exhaustive list. Assuming we had a pen and a paper that was big enough, we'd be able to write it all down. By Kodesh Baruch Hu, by definition, there are no parts, there are no pieces. And it's Shalem, the whole Shlemis. It's not even Shaykh to be recorded it's not finite. So therefore, you can't look at the world around you and say, wow, this thing is perfect. That's like a Kodesh Baruch perfection because we're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not handling in the same plane. You could take a little leaguer and say, wow, he's, you know, that little leaguer has got a main of this big baseball player, right? Because, you know, the only thing that's between them is like, what, four feet and, uh, you know, maybe like oh, 200 pounds of muscle mass, right? But, but there's a Shavius, at least, that we can compare. But when it comes to Kosh Baruch Hu, because fundamentally we live in a world of Pratam and Gulas, and Kosh Baruch Hu is in a world of Yichod, there's no Shaykhs, there's nothing to talk about. So, so Mela, a person shouldn't do that. Okay. Yashukai Chevra.